Hey everybody, it's Scott Johnson with Video Games Daily, and I would stop worrying about what Xbox One is doing with backwards compatibility because they say it's not being ignored. I like the current CEO and chief executive officer of the company, which is the same thing, so I believe him for now. Uh, He says it's not true that people don't play it. One of Xbox One's standout features, of course, is its backwards compatibility support for 360 games. There are more than 400 titles in the catalog right now, which is pretty strong. And it seems like it's always growing. So they seem committed. And that's what Phil Spencer told GameStop recently. Spot, rather, at the Brazil Game Show. That was today, I guess. Anyway, there was this report in June that said that Xbox owners largely ignore the backwards compatibility feature. I still think that might be true, by the way. I mean, we all clamor for it, but I don't think it's a... I don't think it's a system seller. I think it's a really nice add-on. And I think they should do it. And I wish everyone did it. And I think that's a great thing that's happening. But I don't think it's I don't think it's used that much. Microsoft did respond by pointing out that around half of Xbox One owners have used the feature. Have used and does use is two different things, though. Uh, they say a tally is a total of 508 million hours. I don't know what that is, but that's what they're claiming. Uh, you double down on this saying it is categorically untrue that it's an ignored feature. Uh, he says a lot of the data is third party, so I can't really tell you how many people are playing a certain game. It's not my game. I think the best signal we had so far is when Black Ops 2 landed and that month hit MPD's top 10 for game sales. An Xbox 360 game that is years old. That shows people care. Yeah, I mean, you know, sure. Why not? He says we could invest in uh, back compatibility because it matters. Not because someone else, Sony or anyone else, doesn't have it. If somebody else did it tomorrow, we wouldn't stop. We would we would see it as a commitment to our customers that the game you buy from us will work now, before, and always on our platforms. Anyway, I don't know. I like I like the tone of that. That's some good PR. I hope it's true because that's a feature I think they're strong with. I think uh, Sony would do well to mimic that. In fact, it really bugs me that they that they don't. Xbox One. Here's a here's a notch in your corner, buddy. PlayStation uh, 4 developer, well, really, PlayStation developer, period, Naughty Dog. So much of what the PlayStation sells in terms of systems and games are responsible, or the responsible party, you could argue, is Naughty Dog. They're huge. But they have recently, which is kind of in the news all over the place, been, um, uh, they've been in the news because of some uh, allegations of sexual harassment at the developer. Uh, specifically, a developer designer on the team says he was fired after coming forward with his claims. Uh, that's a real bummer. David Ballard, designer with no, who's no longer with the studio, alleged in a series of tweets on Saturday that he was terminated in February of 2016 after informing the studio and the human resources department of its parent company, Sony Interactive Entertainment, of the harassment allegations. He said he was offered $20,000 in severance pay on the condition that he remained silent about his time with the studio. He refused. Naughty Dog said in a statement uh, today, as a follow-up, we have not found any evidence of having received allegations from Mr. Ballard that he was harassed in any way at Naughty Dog or Sony Interactive Entertainment, unquote. He says he's speaking out now because of the strength I've seen in others coming forward with their experiences in the TV and film industry and all this Harvey Weinstein stuff. 
Uh, he says, uh, according to his LinkedIn profile, lists him as an environmental artist for Naughty Dog from 2009 to 2014. Following a nine-month stint with Ubisoft, he returned to Naughty Dog in 2016 as a multiplayer level designer. And he's been credited with Uncharted 2, Uncharted 3, Uncharted 4, and Last of Us. Uh, he says he's now been unemployed for 17 months. He alleges he told PlayStation's Human Resources Department about the sex harassment allegations and was dismay, uh, dismissed one day later. Naughty Dog, for their part, says we have taken and always will take reports of sexual harassment and other workplace grievances very seriously. We value every single person who works at Naughty Dog and Sony Interactive Entertainment. So things got a little dramatic over there at uh, Naughty Dog today. IGN has acquired Humble Bundle. What? 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 Humble Bundle, you know, the charity supporting digital distribution service and game publisher. Uh, gotten bigger and bigger every year. They got acquired by gaming and entertainment outlet IGN. Uh, financial terms of the deal were not disclosed. Uh, but in a blog post, Humble Bundle's co-founder Jeffrey Rosen and CEO said this, We chose IGN because they really understand our vision, share our passion for games, and believe in our mission to promote awesome digital content while helping charity. Uh, Rosen and fellow co-founder John Graham started Humble Bundle in 2010 and launched the very first Humble Indie Bundle, a pay-what-you-want package of Aquaria, Gish, Lugera HD, I don't know what that other name is, uh, Sam Ross 2, and World of Goo in May that year. That seems like yesterday. That's crazy. Anyway, who knows what they got for this? I'm guessing millions. Uh, there's been an update to the story, though. A rep for Humble Bundle uh, provided the following information, basically a statement from Mitch Galbraith, the uh, executive vice president and general manager of IGN. Editorial integrity is something we take very seriously at IGN, and I am confident that we will strike the right balance when it comes to our coverage of Humble Bundle and the games they sell. Our readers and customers have always come first, and that won't change. Uh, this in light of some who've brought up a conflict of interest, potentially, with uh, Humble Bundle's success as a retail organization. Uh, and functioning seller and publisher of games, and IGN's job as a, uh, you know, the, the organization that covers such things. I mean, it's all about... <laughs> I'm not going to say it. You guys want me to say it, but I'm not going to say the words. Okay? I'm not going to do it. I don't want to rile anybody up. You know what I'm talking about. I'm looking at you. Electronic Arts has responded about the uh, Battlefront 2 loot box concerns. Boy, that's all I've heard about for the last five days. Loot box stress, man. Everybody freaking out about blind loot boxes. They say, rest assured, we're continuing to listen to you coming out of our beta. And now that it's out of the public beta, uh, they say they're taking a look at some of the most discussed topics from the crates and the progression and strike mode, all that stuff. Uh, it says the first order flame trooper needs some work. We agree we could use a little more firepower, blah, blah, blah. And as a balance go, we're working toward having the most powerful items in the game only earnable via in-game achievements. Post went on to clarify exactly what would be in Battlefield 2 crates and how players can upgrade the game's cards. Star cards, rather. Crates will include a mix of star cards, outfits, emotes, and victory poses. 
Players can earn crates by completing challenges and other gameplay milestones, or by purchasing them with in-game uh, credits or crystals. Uh, it's their premium currency. It's like gems in most games. If you get a duplicate star card in your crate, you will get crafting parts you then use to help upgrade your star card of your choice. It's all very overwatchy slash... I mean, they're all doing this, right? The big question is whether or not it would affect gameplay or just be cosmetic stuff. Uh, they're trying to say they're trying to do what they say uh, an assurance that the game is fun for everyone, and they'll be balancing the game over time. Players will get a chance to see how quickly Dice and EA can respond to this feedback next month, because it will be out on the PlayStation 4, Windows PC, and Xbox One, November seventeenth. 